forever. Dog. When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Now on with the show. How you slap, you stupid little fucks, you not so fucks, you dirty little fucks, you stupid little fucks. Our name, wait, this is Slappy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. I'm Meatball and that's Big Dipper. I'm good. I'm done. (laughs) I'm done. I'm drunk. I'm over it. I'm I'm drunk. I'm day drunk. Um, hi, I feel like I've been in constant communication with you, but also I kind of feel like we haven't done anything recently. And I think that's only because my family was just in town for a solid week and I've been really thrown off my regular schedule. Absolutely. Absolutely. Rootin' tootin'. I feel like I (laughs) saw you. Johnny Magootin'. Um, I don't know. We, we, you gave me a pumpkin cheesecake recipe. I gave you the recipe. And, um, I was, I was planning on making it. I did Mm -hmm. not make it. My sister and my mother made it because they hate how much driving happens in Los Angeles. They like, wait, what do you mean? Where do they do where they live that there's no driving? Well, there's driving, there's just a lot less people, and everything is like 20 minutes and an open road away. I guess New Mexico is like pretty chill when it comes to Uh, population and like logistics. Because they were like literally, we did a day along the coast, we went up to Malibu, we saw the sunset on the beach, we got seafood, I walked my parents around the Venice canals, but... Also, it's like we had to drive to the west side and then go to the airport and pick up my sister and like do all of these things that I'm very used to. No, 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 no. Here's where you made your first mistake is you just don't pick up people from the airport here anymore. It's so difficult. No, it's so easy now. Take a cab. cab. See, that's where you made the mistake. (laughs) Make them go through the effort. If she wanted to, she could have flown in with your parents and it could have been a one day thing. But instead, she opted. But it said she opted to fly in at a different date and put that on you. That's not a your. They could have driven to the airport and picked her up. It could have been a one day thing for them. But we no. were at the. They put it on <laughs> this you is not around what Thanksgiving I'm about. to pick someone up from the airport. Absolutely not. I'll never. <laughs> a holiday airport run? Nah. So I'll eat after, that seventy dollars. After we did the the like beach day and like we were in Malibu, we were driving back, and my dad just kept kind of muttering under his breath in the car, and I was like, "What is going on?" And he was like, "Where are all these people going?" He just couldn't figure it out. Oh. And I was like. I don't know. They're going to work. They're coming home from work. They're going to dinner. Like, it's a big... There are a lot of people in Los Angeles. There's a lot of people here. Everyone's their own main character doing their own thing. Diva, if that is not the look, everyone is their own main character. Like, when you're driving down a... Like, okay, this is so specific to LA. Well, it's probably not, but like... We drove down your street, Diva. Oh, yeah. Don't do it. (laughs) Why do you think I have that little scooty now? Yeah. Because LA is so dense. What were you going to say? LA LA is super dense. dense, and it's just like... People don't have the wherewithal while driving their vehicles to be like, 
hey, maybe if I'm looking for parking, I should turn on my flashers and let everyone around me know that I'm going to be going slow. Because I've seen two accidents on my street because people barrel down Los Feliz at like 60 miles an hour because you can. But then other people try to park on the side of it, which is like, don't. And then you you just get hit. I also saw a car accident in front of Precinct the other night when I was taking... Yeah. It was... But the guy drove off. Like... They were parked in front of Macaroni Republic, I'm sure, picking up their to-go orders. And one guy just didn't look behind him and pretty much full speed reversed into the front of another car. Enough to crunch the front of it. He got out. People on the street were, like, looking and, like, looking at the damage he did. And he was like, well. And he was, like, kind of looking around for anyone who owned the car. And then he just got in the car and drove away. Yo. And and had I been wearing my glasses, I could have, like, gotten his stop his information but someone was screaming and was like i got it i got it so i was like okay i'll go inside the bar and start drinking (laughs) he's like okay i've had enough of witnessing this um but to get back to the reason why i didn't make the cheesecake because of traffic is we had plans to make this cheesecake and i was ready to make the cheesecake and then on the day that it was time to make the cheesecake i was like oh i have to run a quick errand to hollywood and we were over you know we're in highland park and they were staying up in pasadena so a quick errand to Hollywood around three o'clock. That's gonna be two and a half hours. That's a mistake. I wouldn't do it. But I had to, I was picking up flowers that were for Thanksgiving, and so they had to be picked up on that Wednesday. Uh, delivery. And so <laughs> I didn't want to pay for the delivery. Eat the eat the twenty dollar delivery. It was more than twenty dollars. Um, and so I was like, okay, I'll be right back. And when I came back, and they, they had like damn well fully. They were like, well, the cheesecake back. has ten more minutes in the oven. I was like, well. And so when I said when I kept texting you, we burnt the cheesecake, we burnt the cheesecake. It's because they did it at the Airbnb kitchen and they were unfamiliar with the oven. But did it burn? No, it turned out great. It was like a little crispier than you would want it to on the crust. Yeah. And the top was like more brown than you would want it to. But ultimately it was, yeah, it was more brown than orange. But it was a very, very good cheesecake. It's a delicious cheesecake. cheesecake. But here's the thing. So I made two of them. I made a vegan yeah, one. Yeah, what did you do? I made a vegan one, and I made a regular one. And we were podcasting that day. So mm-hmm. remember, I they were in the oven while we were doing it. While we were talking to the Louisiana. The vegan one turned out perfectly. I left... I don't, I don't know if you can hear. I left Michael in charge of checking the normal one. Mm. And it overcooked and curdled. Oh. <gasps> I didn't know. So that's what happens? It curdles? It curdles, so it'll get chunky on the inside instead of Ugh. staying smooth. And the, but the vegan one, I was afraid the vegan one was going to taste gross. The vegan one tasted better than... Okay, let's unpack this. Let's unpack it! And then I want to tell you about my Thanksgiving because, bitch, it was wild. And, I'm, and I don't know if anybody at that event listens to this podcast, but I will be putting your business out there. <laughs> okay, I'm excited. The cheesecake recipe calls for three full packages of cream cheese. What do you think a cheesecake is? It's just cream cheese and eggs. And normally it's like four packages. So my curiosity is, it's mostly cream cheese and eggs. So what is the vegan one made out of? Vegan cream cheese. Oh, so you just, you buy the shit. I buy two of the Kite Hill cream cheese because they are um, cultured and tastes like real cream cheese because mm-hmm. they have culture. And then I get one of the tofu because they have just, culture. I don't know. 
And like Jeez. it went to NYU, and so she's cultured, and she, she lived, lived in the Lower they East lived Side. Lived in the Lower East Side, and they partied and so she's at got a Mars bit Bar of before it closed. Culture. So she's cultured. Um, and then the tofuti is like a flavorless tofu. Tofuti. They make those good little ice cream sandwiches. They're okay, um, but it it turned out great, and I think it was maybe because it was like, I don't know, because it they it. It didn't cook like dairy. It's like nut based, so it kind of just held its. Anyway, it was delicious. I like, now, I like on nut to based my things. Thanksgiving. Hold on, hold on, because we're gonna take a break before we hear that. No, because I need to tell you, bitch, it was wild. <laughs> okay, then no, we'll do let's it take now. a break. Let's take a break because it's. I just wanted to say, petition to make Thanksgiving on a Friday. Why? What is it? Thursday and then Friday and then the weekend. Just roll it into the weekend. Petition to not ever have Thanksgiving. Well, I like that? the idea of having a holiday where everyone just like eats with their friends and but family. But can we call it a holiday warm up day or like <laughs> something? So it's just like this is this is when you get your practice running, your stuffing in. <laughs> holiday warm up day. Also, we should just normalize having stuffing and gravy all the time whenever. Oh, fuck time! But stuffing is just wet bread, isn't it? Did you, it is wet, wet bread that you bake with wet a little bit of bread. celery in it. With celery, mushrooms, and carrots. What was okay? So, what was your favorite? Well, we'll come back. We'll come yeah, back. Yeah, let's take a break. Let's take a break. I need a fucking break. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor meals, I'm like, oh baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm -hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm -hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. And I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this is oh, like, yeah. you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals? Try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. And Factor Meals eliminate the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. All you gotta do is heat up and savor the good stuff. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle. And we're celebrating Earth Day all month long with Factor. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 
20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Okay, we're, we're back. back. Okay, before I get into the drama of no, my I, okay. wonderful Thanksgiving, let's get into what was your favorite thing that you ate at your Thanksgiving dinner? We had two types of turkey. My uncle made a regular like a regular turkey that was um with maple syrup that was really good. And I asked him about basting it. He doesn't baste it. You're not supposed he to. Covers so it in maple syrup and it was juicy and wet and flavorful and amazing. Wet is the wrong word. It was fully cooked, moist. but it was moist. Um, and then uh, the stuffing was good. I love the cranberries and the pumpkin cheesecake. Perfect. Cranberries. You made cranberries? No, I didn't make anything. My aunt and uncle made all the food. I, all we did was brought we brought a pumpkin pie and a pumpkin cheesecake. Okay. My favorite and the thing. the dick I suck. No, I'm just kidding. Your family was in town. You barely had time to do anything. I did now, not. I didn't even open the phone. Didn't look at the apps. I was in Palm Springs, surrounded by Daddy Dick, and I just like played Scrabble with my aunt. Should have got on Sniffies. Uh, just, I just say like, oh, I gotta make a quick run to buy more flowers. It's I'll be gone for an hour and a half. I told them I would be fully like COVID quarantined for their visit. So the last thing I did was fat slut, and fat I got a bunch of COVID fat tests. Slut. I, my favorite thing that I ate, you froze. My favorite thing that I ate was, well, Tony cooked a turkey in a bag. Tony Soto, friend of the pod, cooked a turkey in a bag. My whole question and concern the whole time it was cooking was like, that's a plastic bag in like a 400 degree oven. Agree. I saw that on your Instagram story. I was like, problems. Chemicals in the turkey? It was, here's the thing. My cats ate the turkey, so they loved it. I brought them home some leftovers. Um. And I liked the vegan cheesecake that I brought. I liked the stuffing, the vegan stuffing that Michael made, which was really good. And that's about it. Now, to get into the drama of what happened at my <laughs> Thanksgiving. The answer to your story, your own question was so boring. You've pivoted to the next. Yeah, I was thing. just like, well, and I mean, Daniel uh... Webb, Daniel Webb made a beautiful mac and cheese that was enormous. It was like, in a turkey pan, just full on mac and cheese Yum. shells, noodles, like every type of noodle you could think of. Who's Daniel really, Webb? They are a comedian in LA. Oh, they work. just went on tour with Margaret Cho. Work very fun. Oh, I think uh, I know that person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tall, thin, and he was wearing a jock strap at Thanksgiving dinner. So I think he had plans after. Okay, now, but I was like, you're gonna be so full. Okay, so me and Michael arrived to where Tony is hosting Thanksgiving, but it's not Tony's house. It's our rich friend's house. And okay. our rich friend isn't there. <laughs> oh. And so but Tony like, is somehow hosting there? Tony's hosting there because I think he was supposed to watch the house and then ask for permission. And so we went there and everything was going great. Like a couple people came in. We didn't know them, but everyone was really fun. And then someone comes in and I will not give names, but let's say... Rebecca. Wait, you just talked hot shit about giving names, and now you're not giving names? Let's call her Rebecca, because I can't remember her name. Rebecca Black. Rebecca Black was there, because it was Friday. It was Thursday. <laughs> and 
um, let's say someone named Charles was there cooking. And Rebecca walked in, and everything was fine, and she made herself a little drink, and by made herself a little drink, oh, you know what I made that was really good? Was I made a cranberry simple syrup, which is where I took a bunch of fresh cranberries and boiled them with sugar and water until I got, like, all the cranberry flavor out. And then I had to strain it, like, three times so all the grit was out. And I used that as a mixer, and it was delicious. It was super sour. You mix it with tequila, Contreau, and a little bit of lime juice. You could put sparkling water in it. Or no, I didn't. And it made, like, a beautiful little, like, cranberry margarita moment. So she opts to not drink that and just drinks straight tequila. Warm, straight tequila. And after two glasses of warm, straight tequila, and I'm not talking shots. I'm talking she's just pouring glasses of it. Not Uh even over ice. She turns to Charles and goes, didn't you used to live above me? You always made so much noise. I had to, I remember going upstairs and you, and having to like tell you to be quiet. And she was like, and Charles was like, yep, that was me. Yeah. I'm again, so sorry about it. I didn't realize how loud I was being, but I learned how thin the walls are and I'm, I'm sorry you moved out or whatever, but I'm quieter now. Then she goes, yeah, I had to move out because there were just so many noisy neighbors. And then the night goes on. He's a little uncomfortable. And she just keeps making jabs about, like, the neighbors that live there. She's like, oh, so that family of four still lives there? Oh, that's weird. I thought they'd move out by now. And everyone was like, okay, stop talking about your old place. And then she goes, remember when your dog bit me? To the to Charles. Uh-huh. In a room full of people, and we're all like, what is she? She's trying to get something out of him. An was apology. she like recording the conversations? No, I don't to get know. An admission of guilt. But he was like, yeah, I, well, I remember telling you not to touch the dog. And she was like, yeah, but the way I remember it was I was standing in the hallway and the dog came up to me and seemed really nice. And so I bent down and then you said, no, don't touch. So, and it was just like this back and forth and it was so tense. It just ruined the whole evening. Who is Rebecca? I don't know her. I've never and met her. And then who is Charles? I will not I will not say. And who is the famous person whose house you were at? Home. Was it a nice house? Yeah, three stories. Uh full garage. Uh three bedroom. Uh office. Uh Christmas tree that lit up to the music. I will say if you're listening, don't love a pink tree. A ombre pink tree. Oh, some people really like that shit. I I think I'm more traditional. Anyway, it just oh, you, was like you're more traditional. It just you, okay. So it here, felt let like me... a real family Christmas. It felt or a real family Thanksgiving, which is what I was avoiding because <laughs> at the end of the day, we didn't all just get high, get drunk, and party. It started out in this really uncomfortable. Like, are you gonna apologize for being loud? Are you gonna apologize for your dog biting me? Like at this Thanksgiving event. Maybe if Rebecca had some of your uh, simple syrup, she would have been a little sweeter. I think it was all the tequila. And it was <laughs> gr- La Gratona? Gratina? Gratana? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know from tequilas. I think Jackie B owns it. Owns the tequila company? Or like owns stock in it or something? She's always trying to pawn- sell it, you know? Oh. Anyway, did you and your family get in any fights? Any uncomfortable situations? No, I will say my. Um, my aunt, not the aunt who lives in Palm Springs, but her aunt. So I guess my great aunt was there. And at one point, she, well, I was talking about some stuff I have coming up. And she was like, 
is this for your real work or the gay stuff? That's what she asked me. And I said, um, it's all gay stuff, baby. I said, it's all gay stuff. Is this for the real work or the gay stuff? It's all the it's gay all, stuff. It's all gay stuff. It's all the gay real stuff. work is gay stuff, too. I will say this. Um, we were cleaning up, and my great aunt was staying with my aunt and uncle, and we were cleaning up. Found and this felt like a very you type of comment. We're cleaning up and, you know, dinner or whatever, and I'm I'm... There's nothing for me to do. Oh, their dog hated me. Hated me, hated me, hated me. Well, good judge of character. No matter what I did, the dog was like barking its head off at me. Um, But so I'm sort of like sitting away because the less I got up and walked around the house to like help in the kitchen or do stuff, the less the dog barked. So I was sort of seated off to the side and I overhear my great aunt go, "Um, can I be rude for a moment? You know, I've known to be rude, so I've got something to say. And my aunt was like, uh-huh. She was like, you gotta get better gas towels. I mean, they're just awful. And my aunt was like, my aunt was like, uh, what do you mean? She was like, well, there's not even a towel in there. And she was like, wait, we didn't give you towels? She, and my great aunt was like, no, I mean, you gave me towels, but I wouldn't call them towels. Ah! Like, she was dragging them, and she was like, what do you mean? Like, what's it called? The pile or something? Like the depth? Of yeah, yeah, the pile. How how long the um, the like little fuzzies, fuzzies on the towel are. are. Yeah. And she was like, "Is it the softness or the pile or the quality?" And my aunt was like, "My great aunt was like, all of all the above." Of <laughs> she was just like, and so my mom. I, this I sort of was like living for my mom's response. She was like, "Well, you know what? Why don't you buy her some towels that are up to her your standard for a housewarming present?" But I will say, <laughs> I agree. I I am kind of, again, I'm going to talk about Michael, so I'm going to keep my voice low, because I know he doesn't listen to this podcast anymore. But he'll give our guests, like, we have, like, throwaway towels that I use for, like, getting out of drag makeup and stuff. And that's and what he gives hand, the guests? He'll hand one of those, like, he'll just go to the closet and just grab the top towel. And I was like, girl, we have nice towels, we have... In between, we got beach towels. Like, there's some very soft, high pile towels, very absorbent. And he'll he'll reach for like the grungiest one. I don't know. I think about that stuff. I think a lot of people don't think about that stuff. You're you're for claiming a bad attitude and sort of like me me me. I'm the main character. You actually really do. You're like a very good host and you're very thoughtful. And I feel like you secretly have a lot of decorum. You like you feel like there are social certain social rules you have to follow. Absolutely. Yeah, but you don't really give off that vibe. Yeah, because I don't want people to come stay with me that much. You know what I mean? I gotta <laughs> you give off literally like always, distant. always have house guests. I know, but sometimes, <laughs> so like, if it's Pinche or if it's Cab- or um or uh, Gabriel the Queen or uh-huh. Cabrina or someone like that, it's just kind of like you're not. You're gonna like, get give much him the crappy me. towel. There. Yeah, it's, it's like, or I'll be like, you know where the towels are. You know what I mean? Like, you get in there and you pick for yourself. But okay. if it's like. Nice guests or like new people. I'm like, okay, we have to pull out the good sheets for the guest bed. We can't mm-hmm. give them like the target ones. We got to use mm-hmm. like the nice thick high thread count. You got to think about these things. The other thing we did is we went on a walking architectural tour in Palm Springs. A lot of mid-century modern. That's all we looked at, Diva. But the guy who was doing it was from the Palm Springs Historical Society. So he's a volunteer. And uh, he, no, no, no. He's a volunteer, and he was, like, coughing the whole time. No. 
<laughs> we were outside, but he kept doing like he would be like, yeah. So in this in 1940, oh no. And he was like, excuse me. And at one point, I gave him a Ricola from my bag. <laughs> like, I had to come some in my bag that I pulled out. My aunt was like, give him one. He seems like he needs it. And and then, you know, like, they, they are – precocious is the wrong word. If they were young, they would be called precocious. They're bold, my, my mother and her sister. And so my mom would just, like, walk ahead. And the guy was like, oh, ma'am, we're going to stop right here to talk. And my mom was like – uh, you're taking too long, so come up here and tell us. Like, she was trying to take over the tour because it's like a slow moving, you walk around a like cul de sac neighborhood kind of slowly, and the guy tells you facts about the different house. This is where Walt, Walt Disney lived. These people, you know, here's a funny story about Frank Sinatra in this house, this architecture, this, you know, certain plant, et cetera, et cetera. And they literally were like, my aunt knew more than the guy did about architecture and history. And my mom was like, this is not a good experience. She was like, you need to stop in the shade, not in the sun. We can't stand in the sun when you tell us a story because we'll get bored and hot and we'll walk away. Like They were like, really? And then my uncle, I heard my uncle say, should we tip this guy? And my aunt was like, no. <laughs> oh my god. Well, you know, that's like being with my family. I remember the first time my parents came to visit me in New York. My mom we were walking around um the Lower East Side. Oh, and she was just like, "You side. think New York would have enough money to fix these sidewalks?" She was like, "I'm going <laughs> up and down. I got to go buy some running shoes." So then the day became about going to the store that she knew would have the running shoes she wanted, which of course was uh right by Rockefeller Center near midtown like just Uh such a shit show of a day and talk about taking forever to get anything done in new york in new york in new york York! it takes forever to get anything done there's nothing you can do (laughs) okay can I just say before we take a break, you and I guest hosted Priyanka's show, Famous She didn't this week. send me a thank you message. I think we did a great job. I only dragged her once or twice. I think we did a great job. Of course, the clip that has been circulating of us is just us talking over one another for a song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I guess I we're good at our job. I played that in front of jobs. Michael, and Michael was like, God, turn it off. I can't stand it. <laughs> Meanwhile, he and I are working on something, and you and him live together, so he's surrounded by the our talking. And voices. you know, he's made a he's made his office the guest bedroom, which is what right next door to the drag room. Uh huh. So it's just we're just gonna be on top of each other when you guys start working here too, because I will be sewing once <laughs> I get my sewing machine fixed. No one says you shouldn't be sewing. Zippity zap, bitch. Let's, let's do what jo- Uncle Joey used to do and take Cut a it break. Out. And we're back. I'm so excited for tonight. I, I mean, tonight is Barracuda for us. Three days. After the fact, I'm like, what? I'm trying to do day math. This what is a Tuesday episode. It's a Tuesday episode. What episode time are you and to we're get there? 11? Okay, what time are you getting there? You want to drive me home afterwards? 10.30. I'm going somewhere else afterwards. Where are you going? Uh, to an after party. What? With who? A sex party? Uh-huh. Oh, it's, at one of the, it's like at the hotel. It's one of those. Maybe. 
at the Bonavir or whatever. Well, I can't. Let's do a voicemail. Voicemail. Hey, guys. This is Eddie from D.C., first-time caller, long-time listener. Hi, Eddie. I just want to give you guys a quick uh, fuck talk story. I came out uh, pretty late. I was 26. I was hooking up with a guy pretty regularly, and I knew very little to nothing about anal sex. I was mostly topping the guy, uh, but one night he really wanted me to bottom. Uh, so that afternoon, I had eaten rice and be- <laughs> rice and beans uh, because I'm Latino and I love rice and beans. And I thought in my head that if I took a shit beforehand, that I would be fine. Um, so get to the guy's apartment. Uh, we start, you know, we're drinking, we're hanging out, and uh, by the time it's time to, to fuck, uh, you know, he's lubing me up. I thought I was fine. Uh, well, he started fucking me, and then, like, five minutes in, he, like, jumped and, like, flew to the bathroom to take a shower because I had just blown out all over him. And I was mm. so embarrassed that while he was in the shower, I, I booked it. And I had khakis on, and uh, <laughs> I still had, like, lube uh, running down uh, the backside of well, running out of my asshole. So, basically, my khakis started getting a little bit stained. And when I got to my car, my car was towed. So, <gasps> I had to call the guy back and uh, ask him to give me a ride to the tow trucking place. So, uh, uh- that's my story. Oh, um, God. Just yeah. do it tomorrow morning. Enjoy the show and uh, hope to see you guys. Go in home and shower. Right, oh, my God. Well, no, because he said he said this was from when he first came out. And who knows how old he is. This could have been like before Lyft and Uber. No, absolutely. But make that guy take you home and then like shower and deal with your. Oh, because he wouldn't be able to get to the tow place. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, show up shitty Go to the tow yard, th- baby. Show up shitty show up shitty to the tow yard. Show up shitty to the tow yard. <laughs> Here's a suggestion for you. Show up shitty to the tow yard. Yeah, baby. Shit yourself. <laughs> Have you ever seen, I'm sorry, here we go. Have you ever seen those videos, like security camera videos, of people just like quickly taking a shit? Yes, there's one that is. <laughs> Where the woman shits into her hand and then and throws then drops it? it. Or, uh, okay. I've oh, yeah, seen she one of a woman it shitting it in her hand and then it. drops it. I've seen one of a lady like at a bus stop. At a bus stop and she just like moves over to the edge of the bench and shits out of her skirt and then like sits back down, but there's one that is astounding to me. A man comes off of an escalator, and he takes a right turn, and as he's walking, it falls out of his shorts, and he keeps moving, and then the person behind him follows in his path and slips on the shit. (laughs) It's Bert, have you found it? I'm sure it's not that hard. Man has... Okay, man voids bowels while walking on an escalator? Is this it? (laughs) I fucking hate this sound. I literally found it by typing in escalator shit. It's the 38 second video. Yes, I've got it right here. This is it? Yeah, now watch, watch. Do you see those two little droppies? Wait, how did that happen? Watch. 
Okay, walking, walking, walking. Poop. Bloop, 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 and then another one over by the other, by the other suitcases. And then this person goes, "Oh, I'm just walking," and shit. Oh, oh. And he looks at it. He's like, "Oh God, oh God, what do I do?" He's like afraid to get up because he's like, "I don't want to touch shit." At least Subscribe. someone came to help him right away. That's insane. How do you just... I mean, I guess if you really have to go... I There was a TikTok of a guy running from the car, sort of like... Uh, 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 and then this turd drops through his cargo pants and he goes, well... But have you seen... There's like a bunch of videos like, you know, joggers, when you're running, when it happens, like your body just sends it out. Sends it out. Well, can I just say... At, at the one thing I'm very um, uh, uh, inspired by is just how solid all of these movements are from these people. Oh yeah, it could be it could be juicy. Oh, you found another one. Oh, that's the bus stop lady. Yeah, like what if why it do, was? Why do these live in my head? Why? Why? Like what if it wasn't? What if it wasn't? Not e bombs world. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, because that's the only spot that it is, right? Yeah. And I think that's where I watched it years ago, 2013. Absolutely. But it won't play. This is... I can't... Do you remember checking E-Bombs World like three or four times a day? I used to look at porn on College Humor. There was porn on College Humor? Because it was like frat guys fall asleep with their dickhead falling out of their shorts. And I'd be like, load, load, load. Like, because the yeah, picture remember would when you load had to, so Yeah, slowly. it would go down real slow. I remember you'd have to download, like, a one-minute clip, but it would have to be in, like, 15-second quick-time increments. Oh, my God. And then you'd have to, like, line them up and, like, watch them all at once. Oh, my God. The amount of porn kids have access to. They Shocking. don't even know. I mean, it's just in their hand. Their phone. It's just in we their We had hands. to, like, sneak around onto, like, our parents. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, onto the parents' computer and learn how to clear a history and hide, like, the cash and, like, the cookies the and all that. I call but, it the cachet. You know, porn in the hand is like poop in the pants. It's going to fall out sometime. <laughs> it doesn't need to make sense. Uh, can I tell you, fixing a sewing machine, like, once it's out of, technically, it's considered out of time. When what it like, mean? when the bot when the bobbin won't hook the needle thing, and I thought I could fix it myself. Here I am pulling my sewing machine apart. Look at that, just oh, an open no. goddamn machine. I can't fix it. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm in there like clink clank, clink clank. It's not gonna work. Oh god! If anyone in Los Angeles oh, god. has a sewing machine that they would like to give me. So that I can sew, that would be wonderful. Oh god. Oh, God. It'll be fixed by the time this airs. Hi. Um, what do you think of my orgasm voice? <laughs> you, okay. Do, Bye. Do, do that. I think 10 out of 10 on that one. Because that, that one made me actually scream laugh when I first heard it. Isn't it so good? What is your, what is your orgasm voice? Give it to the audience. I will tell you that... Oh, wait to Norm- the question. Normally, I don't make a lot of noise, but when I let myself go, I think I really give this. Uh, you're gonna roll your eyes so hard, you're gonna humpty dumpty. What <laughs> if we gonna... just take our headphones off and only listen to it when the episode comes out? 
Here, I'll do that. <laughs> no. I'll, I'll give you, I'll count down from 10. Okay, here we go. So what I was saying is that I think that I, wait, do I start it when you get down to zero or you're not listening? You but you're not hear. making any noises. You're just like waving your hand at me. <laughs> I thought you meant in 10 seconds, I will start. You said you were going to give me 10 seconds. I took my headphones off, counted down <laughs> from 10, and you what, just talked? I wanted what I wanted to say to you before you did the 10 seconds is I used to be very quiet, always quiet mm-hmm. because I had roommates or I was fucking in like places or whatever. But as of late, I have really allowed myself to be vocal when like the opportunity is there. And I say this on the podcast all the time. It's not words. I'm not vocalizing words, but I am allowing myself to like do the grunts. And I will say I think it just sound like 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 a husky man coming hard. And now I will remove my headphones. I don't know. Okay, fine, can... fine. It's like um I what can't wait that, to listen to it. What did that look like? You looked like you were really giving it. You were going like, <laughs> but you said it was husky, so it's like, it sounded like a little dog. Yeah, it sounded like a um, a big burly man. Okay, I'll give you ten seconds here. Okay. Go. I just saw you unplug your headphones. Get that dick away from my hole. No, it's more of like a, okay, oh, uh, oh. No, now do it so I can hear. Oh. (laughs) Is it in? Mine is this. Alexander Hamilton. (laughs) (laughs) Mine is, oh, yeah. Figures, figures. All right, let's take a break. And we're back. <laughs> no, I really do think as of late, it started to be like, uh, uh, like really like, crazy like that. It is so crazy. Okay, so I watched a, vi- a vidya, pornograph- mm. pornographic vidya, where the guy came like that and was like screaming and like his whole body was shaking and he was just like, uh, and it, like it lasted for so long and i was like that's like me it like what what well, one like good for him for being able to like have a full body orgasm and like it run through him but what it, what is like what's the technique to get to that i guess we should ask daddy will tantra yeah i mean that makes sense i will say this like my orgasms whoop here we go my orgasms last a long time like, I definitely will, like, have the come moment, and then I will have the aftershocks for, like, a minute afterwards. And it's like, uh, like, my body convulses. Wow. Really giving the people what they want. <laughs> Fuck off. When it sounds like you'll be giving the people what they want later this evening after <laughs> Barracuda. Do you think it's going to be like rowdy and very sexual tonight? I kind of want to eat a butt in the VIP section. 
Oh, thank God there's a VIP section. I have no idea if there's a VIP section. There's gotta be. Probably just, like, off to the side of the stage, right? You think I can, like, do you some sexual a, things with a oh, go-go boy? you want to be, like, like, the Britney gay. Eat a butt off in the VIP. <laughs> the demon twink? Did you just say eat a butt off? Yeah, eat a butt off. <laughs> you gotta get that butt off. Now... <laughs> Just, I think it only be horny two segments it's... ago I was talking about my great aunt <laughs> and her problems with towels. Um, but I think it will be horny because it's this event like Claw, which I guess anytime I mention it to anybody it's that's huge. older it's than me, they're like, Wait, event. it's a claw there? Oh, you're going to be. Ho-. And I was like, Yeah, I, I Not had never your heard impression of it. Of an older gay dude. <laughs> Where it's a claw there? Oh, you're. Oh, it's Claw. I don't know. I don't know what old people are up to anymore. But. It's interesting how big it is, and it's it's. I think there's going to be a lot of people there. It's like the whole downtown hotel, the Bonavon or whatever it is, is <laughs> all rented out. So I think it's going to be horny. There's even like sex party. I got like um, a free tickets to like all the events. I haven't gone to a single one, but like I got free tickets to things that are literally labeled a sex party in this hotel. I want. There is an amazing event. It's very wild, and I, I maybe let's not say the name of it because I don't want to blow up their spot. But I almost want you to read the. I'll keep talking slow as I Google it. Yeah, I want talk you to real slow. I want you to read the description of this event because it's like really a fascinating setup. And it's modeled after a party that happens in the UK. And it they started doing it in San Francisco. And it's like oh, what's it a, oh. it's a fuck party. Um I've been to a couple of those in San Francisco. It's a fuck party that specifically is let me find it. Event schedule. I was reading about it and I was like, this is incredible. The blank. It's a private event for all male-identified persons that takes place every few months in San Francisco, and possibly a city near you. And is modeled as close to our famous first party that's held in Europe. This is okay. This to some people is known as the Stallion and Mare Party. Here, willing mares offer themselves to stallions without ever seeing their faces. And just like the first event, there are strict rules and laws that need to be followed. See the rules page. Before the event begins, every participant has to decide whether he wants to take part either as a mare or a stallion. It is not possible to change roles once the market begins! On the day of the fair, the mares arrive before the stallions and get prepared for the event. They are to strip naked and have their hands bound very lightly and then hooded. Then the stallions appear and can fully inspect the bound mares at their leisure. When the stallion has decided on a mare, he then leads the chosen mare to a place of his choice to mount. When the stallion has finished mounting the mare, they are to return the mare and they are then available for mounting by other stallions. Note, this party is okay, not affiliated a, with... You don't, have to, 
keep reading. Isn't that wild? It's like a stallion and mare party, and you choose if you're a bottom or a top, and the bottoms remain hooded the entire time, and they get fucked by whoever they want, and all the tops are able- No, they get fucked by whoever wants to fuck them. Correct. And all the tops are not meant to interact with one another. They're only meant to fuck people who are hooded and have their arms bound. So that's what you're going to? No. I'm not going to that one, but- those parties are happening this weekend. How That's do you feel about crazy. that? Crazy. I, I mean, it's it is a direct. Um, it's it's exactly what some people want. It's very much like I would like to fuck something. Let me see if I like the body type or whatever, and you get to pick. And then the other person's like, I just want to get fucked, and I don't really care who by. And it sounds it's the, fun. It, <laughs> you're like, sign me up. Well, definitely not. But it sounds. <laughs> I mean. It, there, it seems like there's no harm in it. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. whatever. And it's direct. It's straight to the point. I just there's like no that trying to get to know each other and having to talk and like smell their alcohol breath. It's just like, oh let's do why it. Why do people have such bad breath? I don't know, but like that's why such I, I always breath, walk right? around with like a full pack of gum with me. Girl, the amount of bad breath is shocking. I think it's because the alcohol... It's so full of sugar, and then your mouth gets dry, and then it's just all sugar. Dries out, it stinks. Can we talk about <laughs> Cetergine? Yeah, what do you want to know? They're hot. I know. Talk yeah. about a talk about a stallion. I, and Cetergine V. Mare. Do you know what I mean? Cetergine V. Stallion. And I will be your mare. Also, Dolly, Hi, I'll be your mare. Um, I have a... Hi, fucks. Um, I have a weird story. Um, being on mental health drugs during the pandemic has been a new experience for me. And the number one side effect from almost all these mental health drugs is a decreased libido. And mm. I work with kids. So um, I'm super not horny most of my time. Right. And so days would go by, weeks would go by without even masturbating. Until I started getting wet dreams again for the first time since I was, like, 12. And it's been really weird. And I don't know what to do because my drugs make it so I'm not horny. And yet, at night, they come. Uh, Goodbye. (laughs) At night, you come. Yeah, you coming at night. That's really interesting. I forgot that drugs do that. I forgot that there's, like, I don't know. Maybe it's SSRIs or whatever they're called. That like prevent you from like having a uh, increased libido, but that comes got to come out. You gotta get the poison out somehow. <laughs> and I'm here to suck it out. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe set your intention. Like, I think there's a difference between um, you might not be horny. Like, you know how, like, when you wake up, you're just like, I'm in a horny mood. I'm feeling yeah. horny today. You might not have that. But if you, like, sit down with some porn or start sexting with a person, you may be able to activate the libido. The libido might not be, like, pushing through into your everyday life. But if you're having these wet dreams or whatever, you might be able to sort of tap into what's there underneath the haze of the 
the mental health drugs that you're taking. And so that could be a way where you could tap into it. And then, you know, you still got, you know, the ability because of the wet dreams, you know, your body is still trying to do that. So you might just need to give it a little, you know, a little, how's your, how's your zhuzh? How's your father? I don't, I don't think that, I don't know. I remember when I was like on tons of Adderall, it wasn't that don't do, we're just like both air dusting everything around us. I just remember like I would be super horny, but I could not come. You know mm. what I mean? It would be that thing where it's like, it's like, I, I guess it was like Coke dick. It's just like, you could get it hard and you can like do a bunch of stuff, but like it's nothing's going to happen. So why just, even, why even do it? Because I would be horny. I would like want to fuck. And then I couldn't, I would either not be able to get hard or I would just get hard and not come. Mm. And I wasn't doing it as like a recreational draw, drug. I was like, oh, I was prescribed Adderall. Mm. Next call. <laughs> All right, our last voicemail for the day. Hi, Big Dipper. Hi, Meatball. Um, I just listened to your last episode and Uh-oh. I just wanted to share that um, I used to fold my bills into paper airplanes uh-huh. and tried to throw them to the front. And uh, sometimes audience members, sometimes it would actually just hit other people uh, in the head. Oh, dollar and bills. And see a little dollar folded up as a paper airplane. Tipping. And then yeah, give tipping. it to the girl at the front. So I don't know if it's rude or not, or like, because it's like throwing stuff, but it's throwing money. Um, anyways, just wanted to share that. Goodbye. What do you think, Meatball? Is it rude to no, throw money? I don't money? think it's rude because, I like we it. were saying at precinct, it's like there's so many people, and not everyone can get to you to hand you a dollar. And right. sometimes people are really far away, so to throw it, and then like maybe someone else behind you gets hit with it, but they pick it up and throw it onto the stage. I think it's actually more respectful because you're still being like, I, "This is the only way I can get money to you." It is kind of hard. Like, I, I I, think I saw there were one or two people who were, like, holding money out at, at Fat Slut. And I saw them sort of say, like, I've got money for you. And you're like, you have a dollar for me. Chill out. I'm trying to, like, make this lip sync land. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's I think also people like- feel entitled to have they feel entitled for like the performer to walk over and give them intention attention you know who does a very good job of doing that is delta work she'll stand at your table and like make eye contact with you take your dollar bill hold it hold your hand touch your face and then move on totally i think that's a different experience because that's like she's doing like eight minute mixes when you're on stage like for two minutes like my number was two minutes i was like just throw it at me because i'm not grabbing I'm not touching money. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I yell at people. I feel like the idea of it sucks. Like, I hate the throwing money, the crumpled up. Like, it's just not very clean. But when people are trying to get the money up, it makes sense. Yeah. So maybe a paper airplane is a great idea. Or maybe all bars should start figuring out some sort of pulley system. I think I am going to do, like, the the fishing poles. And have the go-go's after the number hold it out. That's fun. All right. Well, this has we been an interesting it. episode. This is a really interesting episode. I feel like I haven't seen you in a long time. Well, I'll see you tonight. All until right, you leave for Diva. that party. What time are you staying till? I don't know. Late until I have to go to my other thing. Horny behavior. Yeah, girl. I'm trying to fuck.
Ugh. And on that, thank you so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds this week. You can find us every Tuesday and Friday here or wherever you've listened to podcasts. Don't forget our number is 213 okay. uh-huh. Our email is gmail.com. Goodbye! Do-do-do-do forever dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.